A survivor of abuse at Lake Alice Psychiatric Hospital says he feels fobbed off by the New Zealand government's response to questions by the United Nations Committee Against Torture. New Zealand officials fielded questions in Switzerland overnight about findings that two patients at the facility were tortured in the 1970s. They say they've made progress on UN orders to provide compensation and apologies. But as Jimmy Ellingham reports, criticisms remain about the government's handling of the case, not least by survivors themselves. During the UN's regular review of New Zealand's adherence to the Convention Against Torture, it didn't take long for Lake Alice to come up. During the reporting period, this committee rendered decisions on two other complaints, one filed by Mr Zentfeld, the other by Mr Richards. And at both, the committee found violations of Articles 12, 13 and 14 of the Convention. The uh, committee should welcome an update on domestic developments with respect to both cases. Malcolm Richards and Paul Zentfeld received electric shocks and paralysing drugs as punishment during their time at the Lake Ellis Psychiatric Hospital, as well as ruling they were tortured at Lake Ellis. In its decisions from 2019 and last year, the UN committee ordered the government to take action. New Zealand's Justice Secretary Andrew Kibblewhite summarised what's happened since those orders were made. As uh, people know, the committee issued decisions uh, on the individual communications, Mr Zanfeld and Mr Richards, relating to Lake Alice, and found there was a breach, as noted earlier, and urged the New Zealand uh, government to provide Mr Zenfeld and Mr Richards with access to appropriate redress, including fair uh, compensation. A system for the redress and compensation of survivors of abuse and state care is not yet in place, although there is work happening to develop such a system. Some former Lake Alice unit patients received small payments as part of a class action settlement two decades ago, but there was no acknowledgement of torture. We have published those uh, decisions in New Zealand uh, on the websites of the New Zealand Police and uh, they've been made available and published on the Crown Response to the Abuse and Care Inquiry uh, to ensure that they are well uh, disseminated. This is disputed by the Citizens' Commission for Human Rights, which helped Mr Zentfeld and Mr Richards with their UN cases. The Citizens' Commission says few people will see the decisions if they're only published there. Mr Kibblewhite continued. There will be references to Lake Alice and those specific decisions as part of uh, the public national apology for abuse and care, which is to be delivered after the Royal Commission provides its, uh, its final report. Mr Kibblewhite says the UN findings note that something more than the settlement of two decades ago is needed. There are two broad ways that that has been responded to. The, the most substantial one is through uh, the report and the government's response uh, of, the, of the Royal uh, Commission to Abuse in, uh, in Care. Uh, though in addition to that, uh, the Minister for the Public Service has asked officials to see whether there are some other options uh, that could be looked at uh, ahead of that uh, time. Mr Richards told RNZ the government's response is a fob-off, especially in referencing the compensation from two decades ago. He says no rehabilitation was provided after that, and he reiterated that torture was never mentioned in that settlement. Mr Kibblewhite told the UN committee it's clear Mr Richards and Mr Zentfield aren't alone in suffering as they did. And the experiences we would note of both Mr Zenfeld and Mr Richards uh, and the committee's decision, noting that what they experienced as children was torture. It is likely that other children at the institution have also experienced torture, uh, and that will be a really important part of uh, uh, looking at appropriate redress for survivors of abuse and care, and particularly from Lake Alice. 
The three-hour session covered plenty of ground, including questions about deaths in custody, New Zealand's response to acts of terror and the country's high imprisonment rate for Māori. Officials face more questions tonight.